It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit ChildAndFamilyResourceNetwork.org today. And what's up? Welcome in Friday episode of GC Live. Whew, everybody take a deep breath. Uh, what's up? Hope y'all are good. Um, I am solo right now, so y'all are going to have to bear with me. Probably will hit a lot of your questions. And um, it's going to be a fun show because we've got plenty to talk about. Uh, again, I'm Wes Mitchell. We'll be joined. We've got some guests lined up, y'all, but they're sort of all, they all have things going on. So, Hopefully, they're still going to be able to join us. Um, my plan right now is uh, that we'll be joined by Jamie Shaw. Uh, many of you hopefully already know who Jamie is. Um, he is now working for ON3 as a national basketball recruiting guy. He's going to be on to talk to us about what may be one of the biggest uh, official visits in South Carolina men's basketball recent history in G.G. Jackson uh, from Ridgeview. So uh, Jamie will be on hopefully shortly. Jamie is traveling right now, so we're, we're sort of trying to work that out. But Jamie should be joining us shortly. Happy opening day as well. So we're going to talk some South Carolina baseball. Colin Taylor, who was earlier today covering the Board of Trustees meeting for GamecockCentral.com. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second as well. He is on the way to Founders Park, to the baseball field, uh, for a 4 o'clock first pitch for the Gamecocks. So Colin's going to try to try to check in with us once he gets there and gets settled in for what will be that sort of uh, a little final look in heading into opening weekend about what you can expect from South Carolina baseball. And uh, then we're, we're going to talk some football as well, of course, with South Carolina. Uh, just moments ago, uh, the uh, one of the committees within the Board of Trustees approving some new um, contracts for South Carolina football assistance. So pl- plenty to get to. We're going to hit all the sports here today on uh, on what should be a, a very busy, exciting weekend in Gamecock Nation, um, not to mention a massive, fun opportunity for South Carolina women's basketball on Sunday afternoon. College game day is going to be in town. I-, I know you guys and girls fill up the arena for women's basketball anyway and, and support that team, support that program. Um, but going to be just a really cool moment for Don Staley and, um, and and those ladies and, and everyone involved in that program to have college game day involved. So should be a fun I, – I saw somebody, one of you tweeted, I think that was yesterday, the day before, um, you know, that you were, you were hitting the trifecta this weekend, baseball on Friday, men's basketball on Saturday, and um, women's basketball on Sunday. So – should should just be a really, really fun weekend in Gamecock Nation. Um, before we get any further, let me tell you about my good buddy, Clint Hammond of the Mortgage Network. Clint is the presenting sponsor of GC Live. 
Head on over to ClintHammond.com if you want more information on Clint. If you're on the video version of the show, which I hope that you are, it's absolutely the best way to watch GC Live or to experience GC Live on YouTube. Uh, You can see Clint's smiling face right there in front of you. The NMLS number is 71597. Email address chammond at mortgagenetwork.com. Again, ClintHammond.com is the best way to find all of Clint's information, his background, and all those things you might want to see before you uh, dive into a new mortgage. If you want to refinance, try to save some money, or if you want to buy a new home, whew, guys, the interest rates are going up. So um, you might want to lock it in before they go up even more. Give Clint a shout. Again, 803-771-6933. We got about, I guess... We got a little bit of a low number on here today. I guess it's Friday afternoon. Maybe y'all are already checked out. Maybe you're already heading to the ballpark. Maybe you are are, are in a situation where um, you, you can't join us. But uh, if you are on the show, if you're if you're on, in the chat, go ahead, hit us with uh, your questions. Uh, as long and until Jamie gets here or until Colin checks in, this will be a very very. Um, listener, viewer-driven show, and I'll answer any of your questions. Gamecock Chuck coming in already with a quick question. Uh, what, what a beautiful way, Gamecock Chuck, to start off the college baseball season with the most important question of all. Is the game televised any this weekend? Um, I, I'm not – if you're talking about baseball, they are uh, all on SEC Network Plus, I believe. You can go check out. GamecockCentral.com for Colin Taylor's complete breakdown of this weekend's series. Uh, let's go out now to uh, to my buddy Jamie Shaw. I, I see Jamie. Are are you ready? I Jamie, can you hear us? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Uh, Jamie Shaw Good. joining us now. Um, Jamie, making it happen, dude. Do do not wreck, man. Do not do not put me in the position for this to be my fault. Okay. Hey, and it's on camera too. That it's all on you. Yeah, that, that is true. So we're we're gonna say we're gonna say a prayer for for Jamie who is uh who is joining us now on the road. Um, Jamie, you, you texted me yesterday and or maybe it's the day before I don't know. And uh, you said Wes, you didn't mention because I, I had my buddy Mike Yuva, coworker Mike Yuva, on there. We we're talking about the big weekend for men's basketball. You said Wes, you didn't mention Gigi Jackson, who. Um, it's going to be on his official visit to South Carolina this weekend. The uh, Ridgeview absolute stud. Uh, so I said, Jamie, let, let's get you on the show, man. How? Uh, I guess first of all, let's talk. Let's talk to talk about it from that perspective. How big of a weekend is this for South Carolina basketball in them putting themselves in a position they they would hope to land uh, a, a five star talent. It's, it's, it's huge. I mean, you, you sit there, look at it, and the state of South Carolina is, I mean, maybe Kevin Garnett, who left to go to Chicago Farragut Academy, is the only number one player the state's had. Gigi Jackson is the number one player in the country, and he's from 10 minutes up the road, and South Carolina got a legitimate shot at him. It's a perfect storm. You're, you have LSU, which is a big game. They've been ranked this year. Um, they're, they're a tournament team. You have um, Legends Weekend coming in with, with honoring the two teams and everything. And you have Gigi Jackson, and you have Cam Scott's coming in as well um, for the weekend. Um, it's it, it's a really big deal, and if ever South Carolina fans were to 
get behind the basketball program, this weekend would be the weekend to make that that place so, lit. Um, by the way, before if, so I don't forget it, everybody go check out Jamie's work on on three. Now we're we're on the same team again. <laughs> Jamie was at Rivals when Gamecock Central was over there. Um, Jamie's at on three now. Um, I, I I hope Jamie's having a blast because I I see he's in the gym all the time covering ball on the on three network. And uh, dude, you you get around a lot. So what what has that been like to be on the road and and see a bunch of guys all at once? Oh, it's great. Um, you know, it's it's where you know where I wanted to be. I, very fortunate rivals gave me the opportunity to start off with about a year and a half ago. And then, uh, you know, as this whole thing was going with, uh, on three, it happened very quickly about the turn of the turn of the year. Um, and you know, ever since, I guess, early January, mid January, kind of the same time, it was kind of funny that it coincided with y'all's, uh, move over as well. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been incredible on three is a great company. Um, I love their, I love the way that they're putting toward fans as opposed to putting toward teams, having fan sites as opposed to team sites and all that type of stuff. And, and, and even starting from the top with Shantari all the way down, uh, the experience is the big thing uh, within the, w- within the organization. And, and it's a great experience for the subscriber. No doubt, man. And um, Jamie, uh, you've seen a lot of basketball players in, in your time. So what, what I was asking you before um, we, we sort of got cut off there was Gigi Jackson, obviously even your most casual fan, has heard the name at this point. Um, they know he's a five-star guy. They know how important it would be for South Carolina men's basketball. But um, what can you tell us, kind of, kind of fill in the gaps a little bit, what can you tell us about him as a player, the skill set? What does he bring to the table? What will he bring to the table at the next level for the team that is lucky enough to sign him? Yeah, so he's he's six eight six nine, and and off the rip, he's super athletic, got a lot of pop explosion in his game where he's really developed over the last year is his creation ability um his ability to kind of get the ball in the half court and create offense for himself um off the bounce you know he, he's always been kind of bigger and everything and, and lengthy the ball skills of what's really developed so now he's a really good iso one-on-one type player especially in the mid post uh he can knock down the the, the three grab and go off the rebound um he's moving laterally and everything uh, defensively, able to switch a little bit. Uh, great weak side shot block. And the crazy thing is, is he's he's still young. Like his his body is still physically growing. Um, you know, and the jumps that he continues to take year after year. So his freshman to sophomore, sophomore to junior um, years have just been exponential. And, and he's still got some room for growth, uh, which is what makes him so intriguing uh, with his body and frame. I mean, he doesn't even look like he's got hair on his legs yet. Um, so as he physically matures and continues to um, grow. Um, you know, the, the ceiling continues to, to get higher and higher. Again, joined by Jamie Shaw on three basketball recruiting analysts. Um, Jamie, go, going into this weekend, obviously uh, a big opportunity here for South Carolina, a big opportunity for Frank Martin, that staff. Um, what, what are you hearing on his recruitment? I, I know it's been, I guess, thought for a long time that South Carolina is is in it. Certainly they're in the conversation. Um, seems like from what I read, North Carolina's in the conversation. Where, just from what you hear, man, what are the Gamecocks' chances and what are the factors at play here moving forward? So it, it's kind of morphed into a three-man race. You have Duke, you have UNC, and you have South Carolina. Um, the, the Being the local hometown hero thing is really an intriguing prospect to, to Gigi. 
as, as you know, Gigi's a very, very engaging, charismatic kid, and he likes he, he likes home. He's he's a homebody. Also, his mom loves Frank. His mom really likes Frank uh, Frank Martin a ton, um, and, and and you know might would even somebody say would want him to play for Frank, um, and, and that's what's kind of kept the minute is is Frank, uh, to be honest. Duke's obviously a power player with everything. Um, I know Gigi was at the Duke game when they blew the doors off of UNC um, a couple weeks ago as well, so he saw that. UNC kind of had – there was a lot of rumor – a lot of talk around UNC back in November. He's kind of one of those situations where if it was UNC going to be UNC, why hasn't he committed yet, gone through all this process and everything too. Um, but you, uh, South Carolina's right in the middle of the mix, the relationship with Frank Martin that the family has. Um, it, it, it is right there, and it's it's keeping them in. What What do you think? Um, and, and this may be difficult to answer, but uh, if it is something you can answer, what do you think needs to happen this weekend? Do you, do you have a feel for what he and his family may be looking for? Like, are there questions you feel like need to be answered? What does South Carolina need to do to feel good um, exiting this weekend? Do you think? Well, I think a number of things. Uh, could could play into it. I don't think he needs to necessarily see anything, you know, from the fan base, which it'd be great, you know, Gigi Jackson chants and walking in and the lively crowd. And that's amazing because he's visited Cameron Indoor and seen their stuff. He's visited UNC and seen like, he's seen big-time environment. So it'd be great to see the, the big-time environment. But I think the comfort level of Frank's tenure as the coach um, will play a big role. Um, in this um, as well. And also, you know, the, give him a comfort level. Can they develop him into a pro? Um, can they win games? But I, I think the biggest thing is, and I don't know how you show him that this weekend, you know, obviously the fan base show you love and do all that, but will Frank be the head coach the entire time that he's on campus? Yeah. And that's a, uh, that's a valid question. And and it's a, it's a local kid. It's a local family. So they, I'm sure, hear the conversations. They hear the conversations in the community as well. So um, going to be just very intriguing to see how this whole thing plays out and the timing for, for all this to play out. Is there any word out there right now on when he may want to make a decision? Um, He has said to me that, you know, kind of in this time frame, into the high school season, into the um, – type type of situation so so in this time frame right now is what he has been said this whole time now as you well know once it comes time to commit then it's like ah you know let's wait a little bit longer wait a little bit longer because he's got a whole you know as the as he flips from a junior to senior he's got five new visits to start over as well um so time frame he's he's held fast has been the february march time frame now as it comes down to nut crunching time and it's you know time to do it Will he? Um, you know that, that that remains to be to be seen. But he's taken official visits to his, all his leaders so far, and this is the this is the quote last one. Yeah. So and we'll like as you as you said, man. We'll we'll see if and I see this covering football recruiting all the time. It is so fluid when a guy's going to actually announce. So uh, so we'll see, man. Uh, it, it'll be very intriguing to see how this weekend goes and the reaction following. Um, that uh, wh- while we got you, Jamie, and I, I want to let you get back on the road here, man, so we won't keep you. But uh, if you can give give us a couple of thoughts on the guys that are that are already um, 
you know, signed up for South Carolina or committed to, that, that are coming in. I know you had a great story when we first moved over to On3, breaking down some of those guys. But for our listeners and viewers, uh, what what do you like about the class that's already uh, locked into South Carolina? Um, They, they fit roles. Um, We just updated our rankings. Zach Davis, we put in, I, I can't exactly, it's like 145, 146, somewhere around that in our, in our 150. He's got incredible upside. He committed to South Carolina at 16. I think he'll be 17 when he enrolls. Um, upside's huge with him. Will he come in immediately and, and play? We'll see. Um, he's still got a lot of growth to do and a lot of um stuff to get to, but he's got that six foot eight long. He really sees the floor well. He's got a unique um game to him. Um, and one that can really help you can do a lot of stuff off with, you know, having a six foot eight guy who can handle the ball and initiate allows you to have you know, other positions to where you can have more scoring oriented people or, or defensive people. Daniel Sanford is a tough guy. He's a very, very good defender. Uh, he can defend up and down a lineup, 6'6", six, six with about 6'10", six, 6'11", six, wingspan. Uh, very strong frame as well and, and not afraid to stick his nose in there and do the dirty work. Um, and then Bryce Lindsey's a big-time shooter. Six-foot-one guy. Uh, he's got he's got deep range. I likened him in the article. He's in the archetype. Uh, shades of, I guess they say, uh, Jamel Bradley. I don't know if a lot of people remember him when I was when I was in school. Jamel was a, um, yeah, you know, yeah. big big time uh, guy. But yeah, he uh, he's kind he's kind of got that same type of thing. Jamel came in, if I'm not mistaken, as a walk on from Beckley, West Virginia. He kept making shots, kept making shots, kept making shots, and then uh, got you know starting lineup and marksman and all. So Bryce Lindsey could possibly have that that, that similar type thing, um, you know, similar size and all that more of a two guard than a, than a point guard. If he can develop the ball handling a little bit and, and figure out a way at six, one to get a shot off and everything against SEC competition um, will be major keys for him, but they all fit roles. You have a, you have a marksman, you have a tough guy defender, and then you have the huge upside guy that you can kind of build the team around. Um, you know, it's, it's a solid class and, and we'll see if it's done. Obviously the transfer portal is a big thing. There could be guys classifying from 23 to 22, um, you know, and some creative stuff to, to end it up. Um, you never know who's leaving and staying and stuff too. So um, it, it, it's, it's a good class at this point. Yeah, no, it, it's never ending as far as the portal goes. So uh, certainly something to keep an eye on there. Jamie, uh, dude, we appreciate you making the time. Appreciate you taking the time. Everybody go follow Jamie at Jamie Shaw 5 on Twitter. Um, when was this picture taken, Jamie? There's, there's a photo, his profile pic. It's him and Kobe. Uh, when, when was that taken, man? So that was when Kobe was in high school. So he was a senior in high school then. So that would have been, what, 95-ish maybe? 95, 94, 95? Wow. Something in that time frame. So I was uh, about 12, maybe in that picture, 12, 13. Yeah, yeah, that, that's awesome, dude. Y'all y'all go follow Jamie at Jamie Shaw 5 on Twitter and check out all of his work on On3. Uh, hey, Jamie, be safe out there, man. We appreciate you taking the time, okay? I appreciate it, Wes. Thank you very much. Yeah, man, have a good one. That's Jamie Shaw. Uh, does a fantastic job on the On3 Network. Glad to have Jamie on our side and uh, on our site as well. Um, Mike Yuva may be joining us in a uh, in a moment on a little um, impromptu visit with Mike. And then again, I, I think that depending on the traffic and depending on how long it takes Colin to let his dog out, which I believe is what he's doing right now, um, and how long it takes him to get settled in at Founders Park. We may have a live look-in with Colin uh, for, for one last thought on opening day. Um, tell you what, while we have a moment before we get to Mike Yuva, who's going to join us uh, here momentarily, let me tell you about our new friends. I want to 
say thank you to the fine folks here in Columbia at uh, Liberty Tax. Uh, you can overcome your taxiety, uh, which is that feeling you get when you, you start to do your taxes and you really just don't know exactly what you're doing. Um, you know, maybe you've got a new job or maybe you're, you're in a situation where you, uh, like Mike, you, you've changed jobs and, and you've got a lot going on as far as your, your taxes go. Um, the fine folks at Liberty Tax can take care of you. Um, by the way, that URL, libertytax.com slash 12590 will, um, will get you hooked up with the local Liberty Tax folks. Or you can follow my man, Larry Slaughter, on Twitter at Larry the Tax Man. Larry, that's a great, that's a great Twitter, man. That's a great uh, Twitter name. Um, we are now sponsored by the tax team at the Liberty Tax locations in Irmo, Lexington, and the new one in Columbia on St. Andrews Road. That's uh, 1123 South Lake Drive in Lexington, um, 7467 St. Andrews Road in Irmo, and then uh, 551 St. Andrews Road, Columbia, South Carolina, near the Harbor Freight. They are locally owned and operated. You can have virtual income tax prep, or you can go in person, and um, they do not disappear after April 15th, though right now they are open on evenings and weekends. So again, appreciate my man, Larry. 803-462-5576 and the uh, find the local folks at Liberty Tax. Um, what's up, uh, Carrie? How you doing, man? Um, Carrie hopping in on YouTube. By the way, if, if y'all, again, if y'all have questions, hit me up because this is a very, we're, we're flying by the seat of our pants today. Um, didn't, we, we wanted to make sure that we had a show because there was so much going on, but um the plan got completely thrown out of the window when we uh, when the board of trustees meeting went a little bit long, and of course there, there's baseball coming up as well. So uh, we're, we're kind of uh, we're, we're making do. If you did not see, by the way, I'm going to go ahead and we'll give you the the football, the new football information that you need. If um, if you haven't seen it yet, Jody Wright, South Carolina tight ends coach. Um, th this was already known. This is not new necessarily, but it is now official. Uh, Jody Wright is South Carolina's tight ends coach. That was approved. Um, all, all of what I'm about to talk about was approved today by um, a committee on the board of trustees. And Jody Wright, where'd it go? It's a two-year contract um, running through the end of 2023. Uh, Jody Wright will make 350000 in year one and 400000 in year two. Um, so Wright gets a new contract. Also, several South Carolina football coaches getting um, extensions. Um, up to six guys. Six guys, if you include Luke Day, um, received um, raises and or extensions. Um, Pete Limbo uh, is up to $465,000. Um, let us see. I'm, I'm going to give you all the full list. Pete Limbo, Clayton White, Monterio Hardesty, Justin Stepp, Jimmy Lindsay and Luke Day all receiving um, extensions and or raises. Uh, Clayton White becomes a million dollar man, one point one mil a year. That's up from nine hundred k last year. Um, Step moves up to four seventy five. Uh, will make five twenty five next year. Um, Lindsay up to three seventy five, and Luke Day got a raise up to four twenty five. With Monterio Hardesty getting a raise. To three hundred fifty thousand, um, you may be important note here. You may be wondering why was Torian Gray not mentioned there? 
uh, from what I understand, Torian Gray's contract already had automatic raises built in when he was hired by South Carolina. So um, he already had those things in place to where it did not require a new contract in order for him to um, to to get a raise. Um, let's see. Yeah, let's let's take some questions. Um, y'all, y'all, give me one second. I'm gonna I'm gonna get. I'm gonna try to invite Mikey on here. Every time we have a guest, I have to invite them on in order for them to to get in on the show. I'll get Mike in here. All right, there we go. Yeah, we'll hit some questions. Eric on YouTube asking, wasn't Jody Wright credited for Alabama's top recruiting classes? Yes and no, Eric, for uh, for several of those classes. Uh, you know, Jody was there for three years as um, he was actually there a couple of separate times at Alabama, but he was the director of player personnel for Alabama um, when they had just absolutely that, that stretch of phenomenal classes. And now you, you may be sitting at home saying, well, well, everybody recruits well at, at Alabama. And, and yes, you know, it, it is very different recruiting at Alabama than it is pretty much anywhere else. But um, they did, uh, he was there during, uh, I would say, a, a stretch when they were just, abs- they they started to be absolutely dominant in recruiting. Um, in, uh, let's see, 2015, 16, and 17. Uh, I believe I, I might be off on that, but it was that, that three-year stretch um, in there where they they just had some phenomenal classes. If you if you search Jody Wright on YouTube, there's actually an excellent interview while he was with the Giants. But looking back on some of those classes, um, and, and it was actually with with a guy I used to work with uh, who does a phenomenal job. I, I think he does as good a job as as anybody covering Alabama recruiting and that's Andrew Bone. Um, but if you if you hit YouTube and uh, and search for Jody Wright, um, he uh, he if you search for Jody Wright on there, you'll find a great interview with Jody with Andrew. Um, all right, y'all. I gotta get Mikey in here. Um, Greg said the Justin Step Ernest raised that vague tweet last night. Um, so the the vague tweet and, and I I love how some of these guys use Twitter in, in recruiting. Um, Step had obviously talked to um, a, a big time wide receiver prospect. From what I understand, no no commitment there um, or anything like that. But the, the Gamecocks are firmly, I would say, in the conversation with um, with Noah Rogers, who is a four star wide receiver from Rollsville, North Carolina, and I believe that is who, from what I was told, I believe that's who Justin Stepp was talking about in um, in that little tweet. Uh, USC SEGY wants to know, do I think on will be the backup quarterback? Um, that's, that's a good question. I don't know, man. I, I actually, I think... Um, I think Luke Doty will will be firmly in in that conversation there at, at quarterback. So uh, I think DeCarion's role will be similar to what you saw from him this past season, but I, I think you will see him when he is at quarterback. I believe they will call it a little bit more like 
he's a quarterback as opposed to him being a wildcat player, if that makes sense. Um, you know, I, I think too too often this past season, they they sort of put the carry on in a box, basically. Um, and, and what I mean by that is they, they didn't have him throw the football enough to loosen up defenses. We saw in um, we saw in the bowl game what the carry on can do when you sort of loosen defenses up a little bit. And, um, you know, I, I think basically if, um, if he does that, then he can have a, if they use him that way, then he can have a, a really nice role within this offense that can be um, successful as opposed to um, kind, kind of being asked to do some things that I think put him in, in a, a tough situation last year, in my opinion. All right, y'all hang tight. We're trying. We're still trying to get Mikey on here. Trying to get Colin on here. Um, maybe, maybe if I get Mike and Colin on, they can bury the hatchet. They have a little bit of a Twitter war going on. Um, Alex wants to know: Will we see more additions to the roster through the spring? Um, through the spring, I would say no. Not not likely. Um, well, and it depends on. What exactly you mean, Alex? Um, th- there will be no more additional players. Um, there will be no more additional players on the uh, the roster for spring practice. Now, I, I think you're going to see um, some players potentially added after the spring uh, if the right guys are, are out there. Um, Mike's trying to get settled. Mikey, give me a thumbs up when you're ready to to go on. He says he says one second. Um I see Mike is wearing his mix in mix in a water shirt. Um, <laughs> um but yeah, so Alex, if basically if um if they were to add anyone to the roster right now, which I don't foresee it happening, they wouldn't be able to get in until the summer. Um but even then, you know, I, I would imagine after the spring. They they have two scholarships left, so after the spring, you would see South Carolina possibly add um, add a couple of guys there. Um, I'm wa- I'm watching Mike run around his house right now. Um, I, I really I wish y'all could see this. Actually, um, it's pretty entertaining. Mike's getting settled. Um, Colin's gonna hop on live from the ballpark at some point once he gets settled in. Um, then we're we're gonna say have Mike and Colin fight it out on uh, on GC Live. I lost you, Mike. You're you're frozen, buddy. Uh, Brandon, as far as the current situation with Jalen Brooks, that has been a question that has been asked quite a bit. I still do not know an answer for that, so I'm I'm not trying to avoid your question by any means. I know that's a question a lot of people have asked for quite quite a long time, um, but I I don't know I don't know Jalen Brooks' current status. I don't know what Jalen Brooks' future status is with the team. Um, at, at last check, I, I know I believe Jalen was hoping to be back with the team, but I don't have an answer there. So 
I know a lot of you have, have asked that. A lot of you have brought that up. Um, but um, but I, I don't have an answer. By the way, South Carolina just sent out a news release that um, Shane Beamer will speak on Monday afternoon at 1 p.m. And uh, he will also introduce new tight ends coach Jody Wright, who will speak to the media for the first time at that time. Um, Mike, are you uh, are you ready down there, man? All, all I'm seeing is a gray uh, a gray box. So your uh, your connection your connection may be out there, man. <laughs> um. Brandon said, Brandon asks uh, or mentions that the roster will have to be trimmed down some. Yes, absolutely. The uh, the roster will at some point be be trimmed down um, going into next year with guys leaving. And you know you're gonna have you're gonna have natural attrition. Um, pretty much every year there'll probably be a little bit more attrition from South Carolina this year if, if you just look at the numbers there. Um, let's try to bring Mikey in. Mike, can you hear me, man? Yeah. There he is. All right. Um, uh, so Mike is joining us off the bench, out of the bullpen. Um, are you going to the baseball game today, Mike? I am. And, uh, you know, sorry for wearing the sunglasses. I just, my, 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 my beautiful blue eyes just cannot do the, the sun down here or else I'm going to look like squints, but that's appropriate because I'm wearing my, uh, Sandlot socks today going to the ball game, but uh, yeah, apologize for the delay. I just received some breaking news, but it's not the type of breaking news that we typically do at Gamecock Central. I found out that my parents are coming tomorrow, so um, yeah, that I, look, I love my parents. Maybe if they're listening, I love you. This isn't anything negative. Um, caught me off guard, so had to uh, do a little tidying up right before I hopped on, in addition to taking a, a quick shower. So. Uh, but here we are. Yeah, headed to the ballpark right now. I am uh, quote unquote off, but you know, Wes. I mean, we're we're never really off with this job. Uh, we'll see who's at the ballpark tonight, whether it be basketball, football connections. Try to network a little bit. Well, uh, Colin, Kendall, and uh, and Michael Salza cover the game for us at Gamecock Central. Well, I can tell you one person who's at the ballpark, and he's about to join us. Uh, we're we're gonna go three wide here, y'all. Colin, are you ready to come on? Are you ready to try this? Um, Give me a thumbs up, Colin, if you're if you're ready. Um, oh yeah, we're gonna try to bring him in. Um, look, look Mike, is. look at this beautiful guy. Uh, the uh, I'm here. telling you, the this the sun shines a bit a bit better on an opening day. Colin has a smile on his face. The 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 sky actually looks amazing behind you, Colin. Um, Thank you. I, yeah. I have a lot of input in that. Yeah. What what what's the vibe at the stadium like, man? It's your typical opening day. Um, a lot of optimism. Uh, the weather is absolutely gorgeous. I mean, the sky looks great, but it's seventy degrees, breeze blowing out the center. Feels good. Feels good to be back. Um. All right. All right. Colin, are you and Mike able to? Uh, are y'all going to be able to be on this thing at the same time without fighting each other? Well, I mean, I actually have to go to work here in a second. He's just hanging out at the ballpark today, so I might. 
Well, it's a month. It's a month. I'm doing work. You know, I'll tell you what. My first day, I believe my one of my first games I, I covered for Gamecock Central, um, I was in the stands and I said, I'm on uh, bench duty. I'm, I'm on blue moon duty. And someone retweeted it. So um, I'll tell you what. I've been loving this gig at Gamecock Central. If, if I have to be the one that takes one for the team and sits in the crowd and has a beer today, I'll do that. You know, that's the type of team player I am. Yeah, I caught but, like every other word of that. But, but I, I, I said, no, no, I said no, no, I'll no. be. Yeah, I caught every hey, other word, but yeah. Well, the most important question is, Colin, what is the game day yeah. attire? What's the game day attire for you? I know a lot of people are curious about that. So I got to give a shout out to Brandon Webb and Jonah Bride, who FaceTimed me this week. They got to pick it, okay? So we got this shirt, got some khakis, and then we got Yoda socks. So that is what Braden and Jonah picked out, two South Carolina legends. So that is what they have picked, and that is what we're rocking with today. Love it. I I, I dig it. Um, let, let me hop in real quick, and Colin, we're gonna we're gonna let you go to work, man. But um, give, give us your. We, we talked to you, I guess, last week about the season, the expectations um, overall. What what are your expectations this weekend? Um, as far as this matchup and uh, and the pitching situation for South Carolina, uh, Seitler's going to get a start, and uh, not necessarily what they had maybe penciled in to start, but th- there's been a couple little nagging injuries there. What uh, g- give us an update on your expectations for this series? Yeah, uh, let me get out of the thing so I'm actually like not a ghost, but um, it's expectations to win it. Expectations to go out there and take two out of three. UNCG is kind of pitching backwards. They're starting their ace on Sunday. So it's to get good outings from Will Sanders and James Hicks, who are going to be in your rotation regardless, and um, and see what you get from Seitler and see if the offense can take a step forward and you see progress there. Um, the Hicks kid, you just mentioned him. What can fans expect from him? What type of pitcher is he? Uh, pitch the contact guy. Um, 92, 93, good breaking ball. Um, a guy that just goes out there and gives you some length from the starting position, and I think it's pretty good. Are you going to have chicken on a stick today? It's a good he question. Can't. I might have he to. Can. Fourth, fifth he can't. Might be. You, didn't, you didn't see the report yesterday? TK, unfortunately, he's got other things going on today. He will not be at the game. You missed the most important report yesterday that we put out on Gamecock Central. So, uh, appreciate you reading our free work. But, well, I mean, I was working on a 2,500-word feature story all day yesterday. I'm going to see a high school kid play. So, sorry I wasn't on Twitter to see your report. I was on the forum until 5 a.m. writing three stories. But you don't hear me complaining. You know, sometimes you just got to play hurt, man. You hurt or you injured. Sounds like yeah. you're – you know, you, you just hurt, you know? You're not injured. Yeah. No, but see that press box? I have to actually go sit in it at some point, too. All right. Well, Colin, we're, we're going to let you, we're, we're gonna let you go uh, get some work done, man. Um, what uh, what can Gamecock fans expect from you this weekend on GamecockCentral.com? Uh, we're going to have plenty of observations, analysis, game stories, um, and we're going to have a lot of fun doing it. That's what I can promise. I, I, I can promise a lot of fun. There it is. He's Colin Taylor. Go check it out at Colin Taylor on Twitter. Uh, we appreciate it, man. We'll let you get to work. All right. Awesome. Appreciate it, guys. All right. See you, Colin. Um, man, y'all can't leave each other. So, my, my tell them uh, tell them about the message 
that you got. Uh, and, and please confirm to everybody that that you and Kylan actually do love each other. Oh, we just bust each other's balls. I mean, that's just. I mean, it's it's fun. I, and I shoot. I'm you know. I went to to Colin's wedding. I know you were there too. Um, I went to Colin's bachelor party, if you will. It wasn't anything crazy, you know. No strip clubs or anything that like that, you know. Just in case Michaela's listening, it was very. Uh, I think the craziest part was I didn't even know this was a thing. Barrio Kart, which is basically Mario Kart while drinking beer. Uh, it was it was pretty uh, pretty fun. Uh, out in Asheville. Um, but uh, no, Colin and I, Colin and I are good friends. Um, he uh, was definitely, when I was at Watch Fox, he was one of those guys, anytime I needed someone to come on the show, even like last minute, which I know can be a pain in the neck. And, you know, Wes, I know you've been in those situations. You're like, shoot, I just, I need to be able to get a guest or someone cancels. Colin was the type of guy that always stepped up um, to the plate. He was always there. So, you know, Colin and I just bust each other's balls. It's a, it's a, it's a running joke. Uh, the fact that I have to address it or we have to address it isn't as fun now because some people I actually would like them to think, but, um, you know, shoot, it, yeah, what are you going to do? I mean, some people, people that know Sweet Lou, who covers high school sports for the state newspaper, who does a tremendous job, um, him and I also have a very similar social media feud that's been going on for years. But uh, I will say this, though, in addition to what Colin mentioned from a baseball standpoint, um, Kendall Smith who works for us as well over at Gamecock Central, she is doing a video and she'll kind of capture the, 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 the sights and sounds at Founders Park today because you got to think about it, right? It just hasn't, last year's opening day, it, it was ripped away from a lot of people because of how limited the crowd was uh, because of the COVID protocol that was still put in place. So you have that excitement going on right now. And we're going to be able to capture that in addition to obviously the tremendous job that Colin does from a baseball standpoint. And I mean, shoot, busy weekend for, for Colin, busy weekend for Gamecock Central, busy weekend for Gamecock fans. I know Jamie Shaw was just on talking about Gigi. Uh, going to be in attendance tomorrow, Colonial Life Arena, honoring the 1997 and I believe was it 1971 teams. Um, and then in addition to that, you also have a national televised game for women's basketball. So there's just, there's a lot going on this week and there's going to be a lot of good coverage over at, uh, on Gamecock central. In addition to opening weekend for the, uh, for the Gamecocks on the diamond. Are we going to get a, we want Gigi Jackson chant this weekend? You think? Oh yeah. Colin's going to take his shirt off. Um, and then he's going to spin around his head from the media section, lead the way. Um, after having, um, you know, two old duels on the rocks. But, um, no, I, I think it will happen. I mean, I think back, I think back to, and I'm not trying to bring this up kind of like, all right, well, he didn't come to South Carolina. Well, we know that. But uh, it's the closest thing that I can remember to any type of comparison in my short time of being here. I know Jamie mentioned Kevin Garnett, who, unfortunately, for Gamecock fans, he decided to, to transfer from high school and go to, out to Chicago. Uh, and that obviously changed a lot of things. And he went right from high school to the pros. But uh, I, I remember when Zion had his official visit to South Carolina. And I still have it on my phone. I still have it on my phone. Someone went as far as to have a custom Zion Williamson, South Carolina Gamecock jersey. And it had Williamson on the back with his high school number, number 12, when you know he played at Spartanburg Day. So uh, I... I've always just remembered that and just the, you know, we want Zion, those chants. So, um, look, obviously, um, from a buzz standpoint, 
uh, outside of GG itself, there has been moments this season for Gamecock basketball that has been deflating. But the positive thing that you got going on here for South Carolina is that you are coming off a huge, 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 huge win. And even though the possibilities of not just making the NCAA tournament, but just trying to make the NIT tournament, even though that bubble is about to burst and you have to do everything you can to make sure that thing doesn't, uh, there is still that possibility. It's just that glimmer of hope. And I know Gamecock fans hate to hear that word because hope goes together with Gamecock fans. Like, uh, I mean, shoot, I'm going to steal a line from, um, from Big Daddy, like, you know, lamb and tuna fish. I mean, it doesn't go together well, you know? So I, I, I understand that there's some people that probably look at this, this, this window for how things are closing out or GG coming in and they just don't want to get their hopes up. But I mean, and I'm not telling you how to feel, but it's okay to smile. It's okay to have hope. It's okay to live a little bit, even if you feel like, hey, I'm just going to get my heart broken. Just be, just be cautious. Kind of like going on a blind date, you know, like, hey, I don't see how it goes, you know, and let's have a fun time. You know, worst case, just like a blind date, could always just have a couple, couple drinks, you know, just make the pain go away. Please drink responsibly, though. It's a Friday night. Yeah, life advice from uh, from Mike Yuva. Um, Mike, how excited are you to go to the ballpark, man? You had a good little feature, good little uh, column, I guess you will, on, on Gamecock Central that apparently you stayed up very late uh, writing uh, from what you told us a second ago. Uh, how important is opening day to you, man? What's it mean to you? I love opening day. And like I alluded to before, it's it's much different from a majority of Gamecock fans because, you know, for Gamecock fans, they've experienced it from a college standpoint. I mean – Fenway Park, and I don't need to tell people down here about Fenway Park. It's one of the most historic ballparks in all of baseball, never mind Major League Baseball. So um, the fact that I had an opportunity to grow up in Boston and, and go to one of the most beloved ballparks, and like I said, the connection for me with Fenway Park opening day, I only went to one, and that was the one in 2019 when Jackie Bradley uh, Junior and Steve Pierce received their World Series rings from winning that World Series the year prior, and I, I that to my that to this day is something that I'll always remember, especially with those Boston ties, is that you know as neat as an opportunity as it was to see them get their rings on opening day, the fact that six months prior, two Gamecocks in the ballpark that I grew up as a kid going to uh, did something that no no school has ever been able to do in baseball history. And that's being able to produce both an ALCS MVP and a World Series MVP in the same season from the same school. I mean, think about that. Over 100-plus years of history in baseball, and that's the first time that has ever happened. So the fact that that was able to happen – how you doing, ma'am? Making sure we're paying here for parking. Over on, we're on Gamecock Central right now. I want to say hi to everybody. How you doing? For the, I'm off duty today, so I'm going to enjoy the game. Oh, okay. Well, good. Well, thank you for coming to park with us. You excited? I am super How excited. Are you, what would you tell people from a parking standpoint? Is it starting to fill up pretty quick? We are already doubling what we thought we were going to do. And this is the one. Which one is the, this location? Just to this give people is, an idea. Uh, one on a, it's assembly right across from Colonial Critic. We're the only people that charge $5. Everybody else is 10 $5. Use the other 5 for a beer. We appreciate it. That's, uh, that's the parking uh, report today from from Founders <laughs> Park. 
I bought Mark that brought to you by Bojangles with Mike Yuva. You won't, um, you won't, you won't get that anywhere else. Gamecock Central is the only one that will give you a parking report on opening day. I can, I can guarantee that that okay. no one else has that scoopage. Mike, final thing, man, and then I'm gonna get off here. We, we got to get off here. You got to go get a brew or something. Um, I've done too much, uh, too much work today. I'm ready to just call it a day. Um, we'll let Colin do the rest, huh? But. <laughs> Dude, um, some coaches getting some raises today. Clayton White becomes a, a million-dollar coordinator. Um, well-deserved for him, man. No, very well. And I, and, I, and I apologize, guys, for, you know, I have the attention span of a goldfish, so I'm not really great with multitasking. Um, but I just parked across the street, about to walk on over. I, 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 think, it's, I think it's great. Because here, here's the thing, Wes, and I, I can't remember if we've talked about it together. Um, or if I've talked to Colin about it, but I think, you know, the scary thing about everything in terms of when, when giving raises, right? Gamecock fans know this better than anyone else. You have the type of season that South Carolina had, right? You see what guys like Clayton White and some of these other coordinators and not just coordinators, but assistant coaches were able to do this season. Naturally, the first thing you think of is let's give them a raise because you're afraid that they, you know, number one, well, number one, they deserve it, right? But number two, you're afraid that another school might swoop in, swoop in and take them. The scary thing about that is, is that that got you in trouble with this old coaching staff. And you were put in a position where you had to buy out a lot of those contracts. So, um, you know, obviously some of those coaches, they end up moving on their own, but some of them were also fired and you had to pay the bill for them. So I say that because the biggest thing that you're looking for in year two is consistency uh, from some of these coaches, right? Now, we can sit here. I know people are going to be like, oh, Marcus, I get that, okay? Look, I, that's a story for another day because I don't think it's as bad as some people think it is. And um, I think the offense is going to look a little bit different this year based on the ingredients that they have and the ingredients meaning the, the skill set and the players that they have on the roster this year in comparison to last year. Um, but I think what you want to see is that consistency because – just like anything in life, is it a one-hit wonder, or is there something sustainable that makes you feel that you can invest, right? You can invest in a product. That product being these assistant coaches, being these coordinators, being Shane Beamer even. Uh, so I, I think that's the biggest thing you want to see. Is there consistency? And if there is, a guy like Clayton White, absolutely. Absolutely. Throw a blank check at him. Say, hey, whatever you want, you fill it out because – what South Carolina was able to do defensively last year showed tremendous progress. And, you know, Wes, I know we talked about it. We, we gave an update on the forum on, on, on Gamecock Central about J.C. Ward's injury, but I had an opportunity to see him at the, at the uh, basketball game last night. And him and I were talking about just the progress. And he said, look, he's like, we had talented guys. We had coaches that put us in position to succeed. Sometimes it just doesn't work out. But he sung high praise for what this coaching staff was able to do. And he thinks, especially on the defensive side of the ball, he expects them to be even better next year. So, I mean, that's going from a guy like J.C. Horn, who I can promise you, he just won't blow smoke up you-know-what. You know, he's going to call it like it is. He's very, very excited about this team and where the direction specifically with the defense is heading in. So, I think that's the thing. You want to see consistency this year at certain positions to make you feel good about investing in some of these coaches long-term. So it's not one of these situations where it's like you throw money at them and then it's like, oh, shoot, are they going to come back 
and, and play like crap and lay an egg. And now we got to do a buyout. So that, that's where South Carolina's got to figure out what they're going to do for next season. Mike, good stuff as always, man. We'll let you get to the game, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, okay? I appreciate it, Wes. Yep, that's Mike Yuva, GamecockCentral.com. Um, as always, check out Mike's content on the site. Again, really, really good column from Mike on GamecockCentral.com this morning about what opening day means to him. So uh, go check that out if you will. Go check out Colin Taylor's coverage of the baseball series this weekend as well. I'm going to get one more question. Alex, if you're still on Facebook, he wants to know what are the positions of need with all the recent talent added. You know, I think, Alex, once you start looking ahead to the 2023 class, you probably can start to think about South Carolina needing balanced classes. And what I mean by that is there's probably not any one position that has to take a huge priority over the others. I do think if there was one spot, you probably still look at wide receiver. I think you also look at defensive end slash edge for that 2023 class, like moving forward past this season. You look at some of the guys that they're going to be in a position to lose at defensive end combined with the guys they lost this past year. Um, obviously, J.J. Nickbari, Aaron Sterling. You look at this year, Jordan Strong will be a senior. Um, Jordan Birch will be an upperclassman. It'll be very important for them to continue to sort of replenish that spot. If you're talking about 2022 class and potential transfers, I still look at wide receiver can South Carolina add one more difference maker at that position? And uh, I, I think that's that's maybe still the biggest need moving forward for this 2022 roster. Um, all right, y'all, I, I appreciate the time. I appreciate y'all y'all hanging in there with me. Uh, it was a little bit um, – I know it probably wasn't the <laughs> the most well-designed show. We had people hopping in, hopping on, and, and hopping off and stuff. But hopefully y'all got something out of it. Either way, we appreciate the support. We appreciate you joining us. We appreciate my buddy Clint Hammond, clintonhammond.com. Appreciate Larry Slaughter and uh, the, the great tax team there. Um, that uh, Let me make sure I get Liberty Tax's uh, address right for you, libertytax.com, um, 803-462-5576. And uh, I appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all hanging with me. Um, everybody, go enjoy the game. Everybody enjoy your weekend. You got baseball, you got men's basketball, you got women's basketball, and um, it, it should be a fun, really cool weekend. Um, shout out Rob, who subscribed to, to the new Gamecock Central site on On3. If you have not subscribed yet, guys, go check it out. The $1 deal is going away this weekend. After this weekend, you will no longer be able to get one year for $1. So please go take advantage of that. Again, GamecockCentral.com, one year for $1 on the own three network rob we appreciate the support man but if you're a gc live watcher viewer listener whatever and um, you've thought about signing up to gamecockcentral.com but you've never actually done it this is your opportunity to do it because your first year again is just one dollar so type in gamecockcentral.com and go check it out uh i'm wes mitchell for mike yuva and for colin taylor appreciate all of you for joining us and y'all have a great weekend okay